0: Welcome to State of Unity Podcast, where we talk with people who used to live the ordinary and are now living in the extraordinary. On today's episode, we speak with Arjuna Ishaya, joining us from the UK, where he helps teach mindfulness to military personnel and others who sign up for his retreats. He gives us a few tips that we can incorporate into our busy lives to help be a little bit mindful in the day-to-day. Well, Ar- Arjuna Isaya, did I get it right?
1: Ishaya, just as it looks.
0: Arjuna Ishaya, thank you so much for joining me all the way from the UK where you are, I believe it's five hours ahead, right?
1: Uh, yeah, It's, I it's it, my wife's just going to pick up my girl from school, so yeah, it's, it's middle of the afternoon.
0: And how old are your girls?
1: Um, well, I have a girl who is four and my boy is almost two.
0: Oh, so they keep you busy, I'm assuming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah, they, they kind of curtail the travel a little bit, which um, so I can't wait till they get older.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I w- was speaking, um, interviewing with somebody way back i think my first show actually and he was talking about how they wanted to wait to travel with their daughter until she could tell them if something was wrong ah. and i was like gosh that is <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense because if you're in another country or you know just anywhere really um and something's happening you want them to be able to verbalize what it is so i thought ah. that was good
1: <laughs> well i took we took our daughter just when she was 18 months we took her to singapore new zealand thailand and and then back to the uk and it was it was it was amazing i mean it was hard work but it was really good but um i mean being in in thailand with a little little girl strapped to my front and a little carrier everybody's like i mean they're happy people anyway but they're they're reaching out and grabbing her hair and touching her cheeks and they're just so delighted to see her and and that was that was beautiful um but taking two would be (laughs) a a step too far (laughs) and
0: then the amount of luggage at With oh, I, know. I, <laughs> I see the amount needed just for a day out with a child so I can't imagine a week or two abroad what that would look like <laughs> you probably have to hire somebody to help
1: <laughs> insane yeah <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so you are very passionate for serving those in the military and just helping people in general become more enlightened, more carefree, more in tuned with who they are. And I would love, uh, maybe we can start with how you got to that point because you started out as an instructor, right, for wilderness or college students or?
1: Mm, yeah, both, out, outdoor instructor and a kind of a tool guide, an adventure tool guide. And, um, I guess I really saw, you know, the outdoors really is about um, self-talk you know there's so much fear and and taking risk and and and, you know you're uncomfortable I mean it's like it's like traveling in a foreign culture you you, you're out of your depth and you don't know what's going on a lot of the time and so it's the ability to be okay with being uncomfortable being with not knowing and and, and so that's an internal thing right it's not doesn't really matter how strong you are muscular or how or anything, <laughs> it, it's 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 all about the internal side of things. And I found um, my my work as an outdoor instructor or guide was was often more psychology and counselling than physical skills and logistics. Mm. You know, so uh, yeah, I got more into into that, just wanting to be the best version of me and help others be the best version of them. Um, and I and I found it's an internal game. So
0: that's fascinating. Um, yeah. that you were able to make that connection because as you're saying that I'm like yeah 100% is is mental like I've done some challenging things but at the end of the day you, you know it's what your brain is telling yourself can you do this or can you not yeah. wow that's that's really cool so do did you have a military background or it just happened to be the position that you were in
1: no not at all I mean um uh, where I live now, just over the hill, is one of the biggest military bases in Europe. Well, well, used to be. Um, so it was just very apparent, and and mm. I remember reading some statistic. And I know it's the same in the US, but I know there's more suicide than there were casualties in conflict in the military. Mm. So wow. so basically, the, the soldiers. Air Force, Navy—it doesn't matter. But they're killing themselves more than being killed, you know. And, yeah. and I'm like, that's crazy. I can, I can help. I can do something to to help with that. And so, uh, yeah, it, it was proximity and and re- just a chance reading that article. I was like, no, that's got to change.
0: <laughs> hmm. Wow, that's that's really sad. I know. I think it's globally, but I'm not 100% sure. But at least in the United States, the the suicide rates over the past year have become beyond alarming uh, military mm-hmm. and just civilians, especially teenagers and youth. It's really scary. Um, so, yeah, I think mental health, I mean, it's always been important, but I think now it's really at the forefront of everyone's thoughts. Um,
1: yeah. Oh. Well, well, I'm from New Zealand originally, and, and it has the, um, the terrible st- statistic of being one of the most, um, the highest rates of uh, of male suicides, teenage male suicides in the world. Hmm. And so when I was growing up in the eighties, it was a real, it was always a thing. It was like, it, it wasn't like it is today, like uh, the, the emphasis and the support and the encouragement, but um, there was a still a real awareness that of, of people committing suicide and the fact that New Zealand was doing it really badly. Hmm. Um, so. What
0: do you think attributes to that any thoughts on why that might be
1: no i don't don't um i mean i have i have sort of direct experience of being so depressed i couldn't i couldn't find a way out i didn't know what was the point you know there's this Mm. sort of heaviness and and there's no joy at all but um I, I, I'm sort of, I know the way out rather than what the way in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. So do you feel like time spent outdoors and mindfulness go hand in hand in helping that?
1: Yeah, completely, completely. We, I mean, the outdoors, I think is a wonderful healer for, for any um, imbalance, any trauma, any, anything. I think just being um, out in beautiful places wide open spaces fresh air um, a little exercise is, is incredible
0: um, mm-hmm. yeah i can speak for myself anytime i'm starting to feel a little bit blocked you know i spent i'm outside for 10 minutes and my mood's 99 percent of the time is completely flipped yeah. Um, living in Florida helps massively <laughs> I remember before when I was up north in the winter and everything's gray for months on end you know the seasonal depression is a real thing so I think that that speaks to it even more as well
1: yeah yeah but you know it, it really helps even if you get out in 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 the small amount of daylight that there might be and, and I mean it's so easy now we've got these kind of self-contained rooms <laughs> you don't have to leave your house or your office or yeah. you, you transport yourself from house to office and back again mm-hmm. without even seeing, having, having the direct the light of the sun, even if it's behind clouds on your skin. And that's so important to us, I think. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, my, mindfulness in general as well, combined with that, I think it's, it's key simply because we don't have very good, uh, well, we're, uh, we're mindless. <laughs> the opposite of mindful, we, we, we're sleepwalking through life a lot of the time. We don't know what we're telling ourselves. We're not able to be aware of our, our self-dialogue and what, what we focus on grows.
0: Hmm. Um, so how can we work towards being more intentional in each day?
1: Well, I, I, think, I think it has to start slowing down. <laughs> and as, as busy as we are, um, just taking 10, 15 minutes at the beginning to be intentional, to, to stop to give yourself a moment to step back from your to-do list and say, how do I want to do things today? So often we just run out the door hoping for the best. We're not really prepared or stepping off on the right foot. We, you know, we've had a fight with our partner or our kids and we've got pieces of paper flying behind us and car keys in our teeth and train tickets or whatever. We don't really make the time or we don't realize how important it is to set the stage to, to be the people we want to be or at least set the intention to be the people we want to be so we all make to-do lists but I think we need to make to-be lists <laughs>
0: hmm. so sort of like waking up in the morning you have all the tasks that you need to do and you you tell yourself or uh, talk to yourself how do I want to do these
1: yeah yeah and and sometimes knowing what you know about your day which is you know anything can change but you know that okay, I need to be patient and understanding today. <laughs> I've got this particular person I'm meeting with. Um, or I know I have the situation I'm going to walk into. I need to be able to be, I want to speak my piece. I want to speak my truth. So I'm going to have to be a bit braver today. And that preparation, I think, um, that intention goes a long, long way because you don't hit the thing unprepared. You, you, you're you there and you're going, oh, I know this. I'm, I've rehearsed it. <laughs> hmm. I, I I know this person and and this is what I, this is how I want to be with them or the countless situations that we don't like or don't want. Um, And also the ability really just to remember to enjoy that, to be grateful, to be, to, to smell the roses along the way. I think that's an incredible intention in itself, just to appreciate each and every moment as it comes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, um my, one of my friends just gifted me a mindfulness book for my birthday and I started it the other day. And one of the first exercises it has you do is taste. So mm. the raisin, I guess, is a famous thing they do with mindfulness. <laughs> so I tried it this morning. I didn't have any raisins. So I tried it with my toast and I, like exactly. most people I'm ravenous in the morning, I think. So I'm inhaling the food instead of trying to slowly eat it and enjoy it and taste it so it was a cool kind of test to myself to see you know can I actually slow down and do this Hmm. um so I'll try to do that throughout the day but that was a really simple yet very challenging (laughs) just a tiny little piece of it
1: it is it is and, and, you know, in many ways, travel is, is the ultimate in mindfulness because you're, you're so out of your schedule. You just wake up fresh and you're on this big adventure. But there's no reason why we can't have that travel mindset, that adventurous mindset each and every day. Do you know, it's our minds that create a rut. It's our minds that create our oh, same old, same old, oh, same old breakfast, whatever. And, it, and it's really just that ability, intention, um, mindfulness to, to make each and every moment full, complete, content, um, a, a, and a source of interest or curiosity rather than just kind of shutting down the shutters and going, eh, seen it all before.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, well, that makes me think of how you can have five different people experience the exact same thing and nobody will interpret it the same way. Yeah. And it's all what's going on in your head and what your head is telling yourself
1: oh yeah yeah I, I just saw a quote um the other day something about our minds are are a world in itself John <laughs> Milton they can create hell out of heaven and heaven out of hell
0: <laughs> yes
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> isn't that the truth
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and, and we don't see the world as it is we see the world as we are a, a French writer I can't remember her name a, a name in, um, it, it, we create our realities and we can create any reality that we want, depending on which emotions, which thoughts are are, are flowing through us. So mm. it, it's so important to have that intention, that mindfulness, and that, I think that adventurous travel spirit, even in your daily grind, so to speak. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's such a good thought. That's yeah. neat. So, and you had... Um, how much training did you do as um monk or Buddhism?
1: I'm I'm still training. <laughs> oh, <so. laughs> no. i I was I did my first retreat as an ashya. It's not Buddhist. It's um it, it's the tradition stems from um in India. But uh how long? Uh, 2003, I spent six months um meditating and 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 just completely removed basically from I had there was a phone (laughs) back in 2003 I think there was one computer so we (laughs) we were I was so fortunate really because it wasn't a time of mobile phones Mm -hmm. I didn't have a distraction that I had to give up it was really oh there's a a phone that's attached by a wire I can call my parents every now and then it was it was a wonderful chance really to um, to take the time and, and, and really figure out who I was and who I wanted to be how I wanted to be better Hmm. Yeah. so yeah six months um in the beginning and ever since that still still learning and <laughs> um, being a student really
0: that's cool and you lead retreats now yourself correct mm-hmm. yep. and is it of the same mindfulness track or how how what type of people would benefit from something like that <laughs> everyone <laughs> well, I am I am
1: biased so yeah I was going to say <laughs> But I think it takes a certain openness. I think it takes a certain willingness to, to be different and knowing that you, you, you can be a better version of you and it's just, you're just not sure why or how to be that um, because it, it, it takes practice. And, and um, any, any meditation mindfulness journey really is, is just that. It's, um, you can treat it like a pain pill when you're suffering. You, you take an aspirin. Um, or you can treat it like nutrition, and it can be sort of become the foundation or the bedrock for for each and every moment. Yeah. So it, 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 I I much prefer the nutrition approach.
0: Yeah, that seems like the better solution when you put that way.
1: Because otherwise, you're kind of on this roller coaster. You're just going from high to crash, high to crash again. Mm-hmm. So, so the people
0: yeah. that come, are they? Is it sort of like their first step? towards mindfulness typically or are they seasoned or you get
1: a mix of everything Mm, yeah mix of everything I mean I have I have people who are not not anti-meditation but you know the military are definitely suspicious (laughs) although that's gaining traction there's there's this this idea that meditation sort of involves sitting around a campfire holding hands singing songs or (laughs) um some sort of uh weird crystal based candle practice and, and so there's there's these guys who are amazing for me because I have to learn to speak I had to learn to speak their language really quickly and make it really practical and and real and you know earthy um to people who have been perhaps meditating for decades so there's there's a whole I, I love the range of people that I get to meet so
0: hmm. yeah that must be interesting i you're so my i mean the way you speak and you just have that soothing meditation oh, voice so i feel like i'm trying to envision you you know in the room with a bunch of tough rough military guys <laughs> i could see that being a challenge of having to kind of get onto their level
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well it, it's it's certainly fun it's certainly been yeah it got me out of my own box which is great That's awesome.
0: Um, There was a quote that you had on your homepage that I really just found beautiful. And it says, what if you had the completely positive, supportive, and free head and heart, space free of doubt, free of fear, free of overwhelm, anger, and limitation, so you could live a rich, full, adventurous, and truly alive life?
1: Gee, that's good. That's really nice hearing (laughs) it. It's it's good hearing it read back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's people ask me what's the purpose of life and, and I should quote that to them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I think all of those things are things that we experience every day and it's all self issues, right? Like being overwhelmed, being angry, feeling limited, those are all things that we place on ourselves. So knowing that mindfulness kind of breaks you free of those is, I mean, why would you not want to do that? (laughs) That's how I feel. But then I guess it's the challenge of making the time for it, I think is something I would speak to.
1: Ah, yeah. Yeah. But it, but I would I always say you know being free of fear is such a, a huge asset to, you know to be free of stress and anxiety and self criticism and doubt and um, not not to mean these things don't come up but to have the ability to see them for what they are and and step step through them to walk past them mm-hmm. it, it's such such a great skill such an for anyone mm-hmm. <laughs> and. I like it. People kind of just hope for the best. Well, I just, I'll see if I can, but it it really is. I don't think people are really aware that they can train or practice or develop the skill of being um, loving and giving and courageous and content in their own skin, content in each and every moment as they find it. They they don't, I don't think it fully clicks that this is something that you can be that life doesn't need to kind of be up to chance. Hmm. So, so yeah. anyway, I'm doing my best to tell people that they, they can be different. <laughs> they don't need to be afraid and anxious and worried and stressed and angry and frustrated, addicted, all of these things, that there is an option.
0: Yeah. So what, if there's one tip or trick or step that we could all take tomorrow to get closer to this, what, what would it be?
1: I, I think just take one Mindful breath. One deep breath in through your nose, down into your belly. Get into the same place as your body. You know, get out of your head. Take that, take that travel, that distance, that trip doing your head to your heart, so to speak, to to really engage in in what's around you here now. Um, if you do that once a day, you know maybe you'll enjoy it. So you'll do it twice a day. Maybe you'll remember it just before you launch into the argument with your partner or your boss. <laughs> <Just> go, okay. <laughs> re- do I really need to get angry right now? Or am I just reacting blindly? You know, is this something I really need to say, or am I just trying to score points. Okay. Whatever. Hmm. Um, but, but don't opposite of mindfulness is mindlessness. Don't waste your life. It's so short. So precious. we have especially in the west we have so much and that we realize we don't realize how much we have Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) i think that's one of the biggest things i've got from traveling is is how lucky i am in terms of material possessions but also um, uh, life experience how despite the disasters and the near misses how amazing how good how great my life is right now. And um
0: yeah, that's definitely something, you know, when you're surrounded by everything, you know, everything that you're surrounded by is the same as what you have and what you are, you just assume the majority of the world is like that, perhaps. And yeah, I, w- I w- agree when you step out of that and you see the majority of the world is not on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the gratefulness of being born where I was born and brought into what I was brought into. And just, I mean, just the, the simple blessing that that is.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and being invited into strangers' homes, people you've just met a few hours ago, and they don't even have a door. It's a curtain. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have compacted earth, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe some cardboard for a floor. It's just like, and then they're, they're giving you everything. You know, they have nothing and they want to give you half of it. It's like, man, you you come home and and walk into the shower. You know, you flick on the light, shut your door, turn on the shower. Hot water comes from the sky. It's like, oh. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The one um, most recently for me is the grocery store. Hmm. You know, you can get anything at any time. And even now, delivered to your door within an hour is just I remember having a conversation on my last trip where they were asking us about Amazon. And is it really true? Like you can order anything and it just shows up at your house and they just like, couldn't believe it. (laughs) And so, you know, what about this? Or what even this, and you're just like, yeah, you know, anything. (laughs) So, you know, even something like that, that we just, I mean, we don't even have to leave our house for things that most people, you know, you'd have to travel days for just, (laughs)
1: Yeah right, or, or even the you know the daily or twice daily trip to the well to get water. Mm. You know? Yeah, and we we just turn a tap and it's like bingo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know I have two toilets in my house. I mean, in inside my house that's that's luxury.
0: <laughs> it is, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't even have to climb some stairs. I can just, <laughs> I can, you know. But yeah. I, and and hopefully. The world in terms of material possessions is catching up. Hopefully that's the case. But in terms of the West, what we can do is appreciate, really appreciate and be mindful, not take things for granted because we have so much. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to focus on what's wrong, what we don't like, what upsets us rather than really basing us and, you know, basing our lives on what is good and what is right and what is beautiful and Mm beautiful again, coming back to intention, I think that's an intention is, is to enjoy my day, enjoy my moments. Cause I can enjoy them or I can criticize them. It's, it's the same amount of effort, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just different results. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I want to take a quick segue down the bathroom, (laughs) Um, the bathroom, just being appreciative of of restrooms because, and again, back to mindfulness. So I had done, A few multi day hikes in my time, and the bathroom situation varies from place to place, right? So, um, there's a few that I've done where there's the restrooms and the campsites, but throughout the trail, there's not a single one. Mm -hmm. And so, you do what you need to do with nature. And then, I've done other ones where there's plenty of restrooms along the way. However, you're, you know, days into the woods, and the conditions are not what you know, obviously, no running water, and in a lot of cases, it's what I call the squatty potties, where it's, there's not uh-huh. an actual toilet, but just a hole in the ground. And I will never forget, and I hope that some of the travelers that were with me are listening to this. But we were at one of the rest stops, and there was a woman sitting on the bench, complaining to her guide about the condition of the bathrooms and how she refused to go, and she was going to wait for the next stop or, you know, wherever the next actual usable bathroom was, and we couldn't help but laugh at just the, the insanity of this woman's ungratefulness of the fact that someone took the time to carry all these materials, build a drainage system like days into the middle of nowhere. And it, it didn't fit, fit her standards. And we're just like the fact that there's a bathroom here to begin with is something mm-hmm. to be grateful for. And it, you know, just that whole mindset of the expectations and, um, yeah, that's
1: something that I'll I'll never forget. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and you you probably would never appreciate that unless you went into the wilderness or unless you went into a another country. You just you, yeah. you take it for granted. This is normal that we have clean, private, well stocked public bathrooms, private bathrooms everywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah, true.
1: <laughs> and you know, sometimes you're traveling and get a little food poisoning or whatever, and and, and just having Somewhere to be (laughs) is such a blessing, you know. Yeah, I just don't. It's the small things, right? The simple things, and I I think we we gloss over those way too much. um,
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I've really enjoyed our conversation, and I'm I'm sure everyone has gained at least a little bit of insight and mindfulness from Mm -hmm. this. So, I wanted Mm -hmm. to just ask if there's anything that we can do to help support you in your journey and your mission.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, I I think it's just, just talk to people, reach out, you know, if that whole thing with mental health and especially with COVID lockdown and everything, like we were saying, people are suffering and and the ability to connect, to say, hello, can I help you? Whatever it is to your neighbor, to your loved ones, to your, the people down the street, to the, you know, that person you don't know on the internet, Mm. just, just be nice, be kind um it it's it pays dividends in full and and for everybody not 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 only yourself but everybody so Mm -hmm. um see see if you can want make one of your intentions how can i make a difference to somebody else today
0: (laughs) yeah i love that wonderful Uh, so thank you yeah so there's also just to wrap up one final question i like to ask my guests Hmm. And that is, if you were gifted a sailboat to sail around the world in, and your only job is to name it, what would you name her?
1: (laughs) Oh, probably Betty. (laughs) (laughs) This is—I had—I used to have an auntie, and her name was Betty, and she was the kindest soul in the whole world. She was a a heart on legs with arms, you know, (laughs) and um i think she would have loved to to travel to mm. she she stayed pretty much raising her family and 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 looking after things in, in one town and i think she would have loved the freedom of the ocean and 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 um going places but yeah it, mm. for whatever reason that's what i'd i'd call it um call her <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's beautiful i'm sure she would love that in her honor
1: yeah i hope so she's she's out there listening (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) get brownie points
0: (laughs) well thank you again arjuna perfect so much for joining me it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode spread the word share with a friend post it comment shout out let us know be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode Follow us on our socials and be sure to check out stateofunity.org for upcoming group experiences. This is Kara Irene, hoping we leave you feeling inspired to do more.